Hey everybody, welcome to the next episode of the Strand Tennis Center podcast, filled with tips, advice, tennis, not tennis, just life advice too, whatever you need. Uh, like it on YouTube, share it on uh, the podcast as well. Thank you. Are we on, Santi? No. Yes. Santi tells me no all yes. the time. Welcome to the Strand Tennis Center podcast, it's good to my say friends. No. It's good. <laughs> what is this, a PSA? It's good to say no. Say no, kids. Everybody say no. Say no to drugs. Remember Nancy Reagan? You don't remember Nancy Reagan, do you? I mean, I know who she is, but I don't really know anything. You don't remember it was the, you know, the campaign. Just say no. The just yeah, say no that's campaign. The campaign. Okay. Very big campaign. Like the early 90s. We were just discussing off camera about UTR and how to leave it open and well, how long do you leave the UTR? Because what the UTR is, they sign up for the event, they sign up for matches. You need an even number, you need the right level, you need all that stuff. Uh, this will begin my overall discussion about. Uh, Everything. I'm, I talked last week about saying I'm going to discuss this other topic about your your, your opponent or your partner and your, your group and how do you handle it. I'm going to go out on to that next week because I'm getting more feedback. I'm sending out emails oh, to people awesome. and just asking them their feedback. So okay. I'm going to get a little bit more in-depth with that. But this is more to cover even that UTR point of saying how do you become a complete player. We've discussed this. We'll review a few things. Because when we play UTRs, you know the kids, what are they worried about? Losing and their score, their score going down. Yes, correct. They so they so want to do what? Up. They want to play better players so their score goes correct. up or it doesn't go down too much. Correct. So the great thing about UTR is it's a great algorithm and it gets a great accurate depiction of the player. But the problem with the UTR is... Just that. No one wants to play anyone below them, so it becomes very, very difficult to get matchups because these kids don't want to... It's all about what? Fear of losing. It's all back to fear. And I tell kids, again, it's the three-level talk. Three levels, three levels. You want to play better, equal, and worse. And if you're afraid of losing, you should, uh, I don't know, do something else with your life in general. Because that's what, that's what life is about. Life is about losing. Life is about just degrees of failure and moving forward. And we've discussed this as well. You yep. may play a match, you lose, you learn, you move forward. You play another match, you may win it. You play the next match, you lose, you learn. You lose, you learn a little bit. That's the only way to develop. And we're trying to avoid anybody having failure. We're trying to coddle people and allow them to feel good about themselves when they actually just need to understand what it takes for the result. And if you get a result that you're not happy with, then you just go back to the drawing board and work. So the big thing with the UTR is what we were discussing. We've discussed this before, but it's good to put it all together, is you shouldn't be able to see anybody else's number. Yeah. Like that, that is the best way to run the UTR. If the UTR was blind, so I knew my number, and I said, hey, I'm a four, I want to get to a seven, and I didn't know anybody else's number, it would, be, it would be the way to play it because then I wouldn't care. When I was a kid playing USTAs, yep. you barely even had a piece of paper that knew, you didn't even know who was in the tournament before you got there. There was yeah. no internet, there was nothing. You just played the person. And you never worried about who was in the draw. You were so happy to play a tournament. It was fun to play just a tournament. So getting too obsessed on who we're playing and what it means for us instead of just getting out there and playing matches. 
big deal. But I'm going to go back into what we discussed about about because we had we've had discussions about how you know, and this is all part of it. People play matches whether they get depressed or whether it's too, too much for them or they don't feel comfortable with it. I'm going to go back to the daily planner or the month at a glance. Everyone should buy a month at a glance calendar. I nice. buy a month I at a glance. I used to have one. Yeah, buy they, a month they made at you a, use those in like school. It's very important. Daily agenda planners. Because it helps you. You can block out your whole... Listen, you can block it. Listen, in regra- we can do, we're going to do this on a couple of levels. We're going to do this in regards to a business. A, a, a month at a glance calendar, which we have on our computer because it's every day, but we have the month at a glance, you can block out every internal meeting for the year. You don't have to worry about the allocation of where it is. I just blocked out two continuing educations because we have matches that day, and we, I'm going to block out the rest of the year. Calendars for a small business, inbound meetings are very easy to book. You just book them out through the year. You don't have to worry about blah, 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 who's available, who's flying in, who's not. Outbound meetings are different. But in that month at a glance calendar, personally, if you have it, say you're doing your calendar and you want to see and allocate enough personal time for yourself. So you want to allocate personal time and block out, okay, I want to spend this many dinners with my son. And you just block it out and you work around it. So... It was a great example of somebody had a, I forget what, I, forget, I think I maybe heard it on a podcast, remember, you have to imagine your schedule like a, like a boulder. Okay. The stuff you want is the boulder in the water. And what happens when a water goes to boulder? A big rock. It just it goes, goes around, around it. it right? Yeah, yeah. So set your boulder of the things that are important to you. Everything else will work around it. Mm. And that is such a great image. Because once I set my boulder of saying, okay, I'm going to work out. I'm going to go to dinner with my wife. I'm going to make sure I see my son. I'm going to make sure that I allocate a certain amount of time for human resources in this, and everything else works around it. So you block it out in that month out of guidance calendar. So you can look in January and say, okay, I have this allocated out. Anything else works around it. Find the core things that are important to you. Set that boulder and then work around it. It's a big, big deal. So... In regards to that, with your month at a glance calendar, each day you're going to set whatever your long yearly goal is. Say it's, and we've discussed this before, say it's a thousand hours of uh, creative work. Say it's a thousand hours of skiing. Say it's a thousand hours of Mm. surfing. Mm. Don't get excited, Santi. Say it's a thousand hours of snowboarding. Mm-hmm. So you set that goal. I, I have to do that for the year. Then you are going to take your judgment, your self-judgment, and rate the day based on that. So if you want to get to 1,000 hours from September 10th to September 10th of that next year, on average, you'll know how much you'll have to probably practice. So then at the end of the day, Whatever that goal is for the year, you're going to judge the day. Remember, we discussed this. What's the numbers we discussed? Santi doesn't remember our discussion. I have a bad memory. Plus two, plus one, zero, minus one, minus two. Oh, yeah, I remember this. So if I had a plus two day and I've set my goal, what do you think that day is like? 
good day, productive. So say I set my macro goal mm-hmm. of doing a thousand creative hours, or I want to buy a new business, and I've set my goal. And if I ju- judge my day, and could my I could have a couple of goals. I could have a thousand creative hours. I could have say I want ten thousand. I want ten. I want a hundred hours of business work. I want three deals in the year. I want uh, to have three great experiences or ten great vacations, whatever it may be. Yeah. Whatever that Mendoza line of judgment is for you for accomplishment, you look at the end of the day and say, have I done anything to get closer to those? Yeah. If I have had a great day in getting closer to those five goals, it's a plus two day. Yep. Or I'm just had an incredible experience hanging out with friends. It was a fantastic day. I went rock climbing or I went skiing. We had beers or something. We had a great day just talking and seeing the sunset. It's a plus two day, whatever that may be. If it was a plus one day, it was kind of a little bit below that, right? I probably yeah. didn't do enough things I wanted to do, but I had a good day. A zero day would be just a neutral day. I really didn't do anything. Minus one, obviously. Minus two, no, no good. Right. So you need to put that in your daily clients in each box. You put it in the box, and then in six months, what do you do? You should remember this, Santi. You look at how many you had, and generally you see that you had more, I think, from what I remember. Maybe I'm not right. But you generally have, you think you have really shitty days, right? But the overall, if when you look at it overall, most of the time you have better days than worse it, days. It helps you. And it gives you like an close. average, right? It helps you quantify happiness. Yeah. You put it in a spreadsheet. So yeah. you put the days and you put the rating. And yeah. then you start to realize the graph and go, holy shit, all these plus two days, this is what I've been doing. Yeah. And then you can start to really manipulate what happiness is. Yeah. And say, and then when you go, then you won't get so upset if you have a few minus two days and realize yeah. if you get a large sample size of a year, you go, wait a minute. I only have, you know, really it's a trough. I have a minus two trough uh, maybe four weeks out of the year. So I know that it's not going to last forever. It's not serious. Yeah. And I understand my graph. I say, wait a second. And I know what happiness. You start to, it's an equation. Yeah. Don't look at happiness as some sort of mystery. <laughs> make it into an equation. And if okay. you make it into an equation and can quantify it, it, it's an unlock. It'll make you very happy. And that's Jim Collins's, you Jim know, you Collins. give him the credit. Jim Collins was the key to that. He wrote that, uh, he wrote Good to Great, Built to Last, Great Writer. And that's what he does personally, and I think it's a fantastic idea to quantify happiness. It's very big. Um, uh, I, I tell you, like, don't, because people get overwhelmed with thoughts. They get overwhelmed with things. And if you can just keep your focus on those four or five macro goals that you have and say, if I can get closer to those and do one thing to get closer to them each day, those are good days. Don't mm-hmm. think of it as more than that. We make it too complicated and too big a deal. So I want you to make your spreadsheet, Santi. Yeah. Santi's okay. like, yeah, whatever. I don't have time. There's always no. time. Yeah. There's always That's time to idea. make your spreadsheet. Yeah. So, and I even, I even tell that with kids in their tennis game, right? Just put the day, put the training day out, put it out there and realize how consistent you are, how 
how not you are, how, how much you train, how much you don't. And when you judge those days, you start to go, okay, my focus needs to get better because I really have, a, I have too many minus two days where I'm just not ready to practice. Yeah. And you start to realize that. Uh, on a tennis level, rate those days. Not, don't rate them by wins and losses. Rate them by, I would put a calendar out there, say just practice hours, quality practice hours. Say effective practice hours. Um, and then you can put some specific goals, say, you know, top, more tops on my forehand, more miles per hour on my serve. And if you're working towards those goals, those are good days. And if you have a loss, that's not, that could be a shitty day. But don't forget your overall goal. Don't forget your overall macro goal in your, in your calendar. Um, so I just wanted to kind of go over that again today because uh, of all the meetings I've been having and talks and things like that. Not just you, Santi. Plenty of people. I've had lots of talks. I like talking. No, I do. I like I like talk. expressing because it bottles you up inside, and then it's good to talk to people yeah. about certain things, and especially, you know, in the workplace or outside of work, other things in your life, you know. It's a lot it's of things going important. on all the time, you know. No, it's very important to communicate. Yeah. Clarity is king. They, I, I went to a wedding last weekend, yeah. and uh, the... Uh, I think it's called a priest. The priest, I'm not religious. So I guess he was a priest. So the priest <laughs> said... Well, did he, he have a collar on? Uh, he's a Catholic. That's priest, Could right? Could have been a deacon. Okay. You can have so a collar he, and um, in the In the long run, he, after his speech or whatever he was saying, he was like, the most important thing is communicating. Everything can be solved by communicating. That's true. If you don't communicate or if you don't uh, you know, say what you want to say, then it'll f- fester inside... And ruin the relationship. Yeah, uh, very true. You like, have to, oh, yeah. You have to, but you have to communicate the rest. Some people, some people communicate, but they don't tell the truth. So you have oh. to be, it's honest communication. Like oh. you can, you can, you can do it with work. You can say, hey, you're doing a great job. You're doing great. Huh? You're the best. You're the best, best. And then you're fired. You know what I mean? You're not telling people the truth. Yeah. You have to tell people the truth because it leads to entitlement as well if you don't tell them the truth. They'd be like, oh, I'm doing a great job. Hey, I'm doing a great job. I'm fantastic. I'm fantastic. And then they're lazy and you fire them. So I can look, I can, I look at it all in business terms, but correct. And you can, you can placate your significant other too if you do that and say everything's all right, everything's great, everything's great. And then all of a sudden you do something dishonest and you're unhappy. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. So you, don't, you have to communicate honesty and clarity. It's yeah. huge. I should be a deacon. <laughs> I should be a priest. Uh, um, but the wedding, did you, have you ever been in a situation where you had to, listen, you had to tell the truth and it was very difficult. How many times have you been in that situation oh. where you had a, a situation where you're like, listen, I got I to gotta come clean. Not like you lied to somebody, but you got to tell somebody something they don't want to hear. Yeah, that happens, I mean, every so often. Relationships. Yeah, stuff like that, or even like in the workplace, you have to tell a player that you know they're not, they're not maybe hitting well enough to be in a certain class, and you gotta break their heart a little bit, you know, and you know they're trying the best they can, but sometimes you know you gotta just tell them, sorry, I don't think it's time, yeah. and it'd be better for you in the long run, you know, work at it a little bit yeah, more, something like that, or even you know, in any any type of aspect of life, even with friends, you gotta sometimes you gotta tell them that like. You're being an idiot, you know, when yeah. they 
think they really, you know, should do certain something. Yeah, yeah. You know, you got to... It's, but that's just also your opinion. People are going to do what they want to do. That's the thing, right? Yeah. But that's how I see it. But I yeah. yeah. Well, you only well you well, then we get into character and, and like yeah. people are who they are, right? They yeah, exactly. they really rarely like. I don't listen. Maybe I, I am I am I jaded with it. People rarely do a a three you know a one eighty and become this different person. Usually you're kind of imprinted as a kid and you can modify things and do things and change a bit. Yeah. But it's hard to become a completely different person. Yeah. And your job as another thing is to, you know, you know, you are the five people you hang around with, right? Your job yeah. is to <laughs> the best way to do this, say your mother's just an ass. Like your mother's the worst part of it. That's hard, right? But you have to limit your exposure to that person. Right. So say you've got somebody that's been a close friend, but they really just bring you down. Yeah. So you have to just limit that exposure and say, okay, I can't just cut this person off. It's, this is reality. But you just say, I'm busy. I'm busy. I'm busy. I'm busy. That's what you said. Learn to say no, right? You got to say no yeah, to those things. To Back no. to that. You got to yeah. learn to say no to those people because, again, if you are hanging around four dysfunctional people, you're going to be the fifth real quick. Yep. You have to be very careful about that. You have to be very careful about who you're hanging around because you're going to set goals. Imagine if you're hanging around four people that they had these unbelievable moonshot goals, and you're like, man, i got to get it together. Or you had four people that were like, huh, can we just go to the 7-Eleven all day? And like, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Just, yeah. You're just not going to be pushed. Yeah. You need, and again, you don't want to cut off those people, but you can't have your world surrounded by people that just listen life look <laughs> we're going to get get into this like i mean what's the point like why are like if you're going to if you're going to do this mm. you do it to the utmost like what's the point right. of it like why are we going to go through the motions and say hey um I hope it works out for me. That's just bullshit. You don't yeah, do any yeah. of that stuff. You don't yeah. hope for anything good to happen. That's why everybody's just like hopes. I think hope is a shitty word because it it kind of it kind of relieves you of responsibility. Oh, I see. I hope yeah. everything I works saying. out for me. That means I don't have nothing to do with it. Yeah. Like I have to and I put a post out on LinkedIn. It's like luck. Like everyone has luck. Yeah. But winners get so much more out of the luck than the losers do, right? The, the people that aren't successful losers get luck and they go, uh, I'll probably, maybe I'll call them later. Or Winners will take that luck and make it 10x. Yeah. And that's what you have to do. You have to take control of your life. You can't be, and that's why, and it all goes back to this Jim Collins spreadsheet, right? That's taking control of your life, taking control of your happiness, rating it, judging it, going over there and say, hey, and you cannot do it four days later. You have to do it right at the same day. It's a plus two or a plus one. You do it immediately. You get honest and say, this was a shitty day and I fucked up today. And put the minus two on there. Don't look sure. back five days later and go, oh, I think it was okay day. Yeah. So that makes you take responsibility for who you are. Take responsibility for your actions. Take responsibility for who you want to be. Because yeah. then you're in control, like we said. If you, if you complain... And you're like, oh, I hope, I hope, woe is me, woe is me. You have no control over your life. That's Somebody true. else is in control. 
But if I say, okay, everything is my fault or everything is my responsibility for the success or failure, I'm in control then, then I can change it. Yep. Instead of saying, oh, you know, that person did me wrong, this person yeah, did yeah. me wrong, they did me wrong. No. Yeah. If I say, it's my fault, you know, I screwed that up, someone left or someone quit or so it's my fault or it's, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, you have to take control of who you are. And, and on the tennis court, in a small business, again, this podcast is about, again, tennis is life. Small, it's about... Anything can be equated to these two things. You run a business, you run tennis, you run a life, you're human resources, you play tennis, take responsibility and control of your losses, of your wins, of your practice day, of your ability to give maximum effort. And if you didn't give maximum effort, be honest about it. And then that's the best way. You know, they always, you know, like anything, it's never, it's never the... The mistake you make, it's you covering it up or not taking responsibility. It's like Watergate, where they try to cover it up. It's like anything. It's not the mistake, usually. It's covering up the mistake or not taking responsibility. And you can see any interview where, or a customer service, when someone is upset about something. Imagine if I said, you know, that's Santi's fault. I'm <laughs> like, you, know how, you know how bad that sounds as a yeah. leader? Yeah. I, I tell everyone, I hired everyone. It's yeah. all my fault. Yeah, you say that. You all know the what time. I mean? I hired yeah. them all. Like it doesn't yeah. like I hired the person. Yeah. I'm gonna be like, something doesn't know what he's doing. I'm in charge. What? I have a tennis player interested. Would you like to be on the podcast? No. <laughs> we have a tennis player practicing. We're talking about work ethic. I want that grip to change. Chris, change that grip. Oh, we don't have a proper grip here on court two. I have to work on it, Santi. Okay. Um, but wouldn't that sound terrible? You'd be like, this boss is an asshole. I'm getting out of here. He's blaming me for everything. Yeah. Right? No, you don't do and those that those do stuff. exist. Those type of people exist. They do. Oh, yeah. of course. How yeah. yeah. many people go, oh, my employees, they suck. They don't. I su You're yeah. the one who hired all these employees. Yeah, yeah. You know what exactly. I mean? Like, leave your own company. Get the hell out of there. Yeah. And people pass blame. all. They'll pass blame. Like, you go in there. If you anywhere. I mean, high school. People... In any realm, will blame someone else, you know, and you can't do that. It's very hard not to. Mm -hmm. It's very hard to take it, but you, that, it's just part of the process. Running this job will make you very humble, my friend, very quick. <laughs> I told you, you, yeah. you can feel great one day yeah. and then get a big shit sandwich the next day. Be like, ah, oh, this person loves me. And you come in the next day, you're like, you know what? You did a terrible job. <laughs> like, okay. okay. So you don't, you never, you never like, I never walk around going, oh my God, we're the greatest place ever. Yeah, yeah. No, because it's just, it's not that way. And once you get that way, if you ever got that way, it's over for you. You're done. Okay. But I hope this helps people in the podcast. I hope, I hope we can make people's lives just a little better. A little bit. Because life you know, it's not that short. It is pretty long sometimes. I think I just said it was short like five minutes ago. But this is what they always say. The days are long, but the years are short. It feels like a long day. And then all of a sudden, bang, the year is over. So take action right away. Get the calendar. Just buy it. It's like buy a $20 calendar on, uh, on Amazon. Start keeping track. And I will do it. Today is what? The third. Today's the third. I'm going to do it. For six months, and in six months, I'm going to show you my days. And I'm not going to put, like, plus two every day. It's stupid. Yeah, yeah. Real I'm going to be honest be about realistic. it. We're going to yeah, do yeah. it. For six months, I'm going to put it on my calendar at a glance. 
and I will show you. Well, Santi, Sounds it's good. always a pleasure talking to you, my friend. Awesome. This is a good one. Yeah. I'm having a good time. I'm having a good time. <laughs> Everybody answers in the actions. Take control of your life. I'll see you. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Hope you like the podcast. Please share with your friends, anybody that you know, anybody that's into tennis, anybody that's into bettering themselves, share it.